necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack here on a predictably cold February morning. Great old team to kick off the show here. And uh, I don't think many of our listeners will realize, Jay, that this is our second anniversary of the show. And I'm here all alone. Mr. Tracy is not here. Well, I'm not really alone. In fact, we've got a great old look to the studio. And uh, a couple of lads here. You heard the theme from the Sunday game, which is obviously synonymous with our Gaelic games. And uh, joining me in studio today, I'm delighted to say is Mr. Cormac O'Murray from Dublin and Sean Hart from Tyrone. Lads, two years in, and it took you this long to come into the studio. That's a disaster. Well, it's a long way up, Mark, you know. And on a morning <laughs> like this morning, we were lucky even to make it. <laughs> I passed an accident around the corner. You weren't responsible for that, Cormac, no? I wasn't, no. I'd say you might capitalise on the end result, though, could you? Oh, those uh, business cards being thrown out the window, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Well, uh, the lads are here to tell us a little bit about some uh, some eventful things that are going on within the uh, the GAA world this year. Or this, yeah, this year. And uh, look forward to chatting to the boys in some detail about those things. And uh, our friend Ken will be calling in here at some stage in the uh, in the next few uh, in the next few minutes, so we'll uh, we'll wait for his call before we get into a bit more music. Um, bad old start for for Leash last week, a bad start for Sligo. So I'm kind of glad he's not here. He'd be he'd be kind of getting on to me a little bit about that. But bad starts for your lads as well. The Dubs, yeah, Cormac, yeah, the Dubs, uh, the Dubs went the down last week. Uh, they did early days, you know. I mean. Experimental team is what they said, uh, but you know. Are you saying it's only the league now? Is that it? no, no, no? I think that they, everybody <laughs> takes that the league is a bigger thing now. I agree than with you. Was, you. I know? agree I, with I you. Think yeah. It's, uh, Anybody who does well in the league does well in the championship. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you, yeah. And uh, the Tyrone lads, uh, Sean, come on. Well, I suppose um, <laughs> the only thing I can say about the Tyrone performance last week was was very poor, but they are going through a transitional period here, yes. so hopefully they can get their act together and uh, and. Uh, 
kick it up a notch, if you will, yeah, before right. the end of the season. Yeah. Now, Mickey Hart was on Hugo's show with you last week, which is fantastic. And he had a nice comment to make there about the lights went out in the game. He was yeah. hoping they wouldn't. He, he was, was hoping they wouldn't come back on again. He was hoping, Mark, that the lights wouldn't come back on in the second <laughs> half. But, uh, you know, that's the way it goes in the, in the league, too. All right. Well, we're back at it anyway this weekend. There's some, some very big games. Derry are taking on Kerry. And uh, Mayo actually beat Kerry last week. Mayo are taking on Tyrone this week, uh, Sean. So that should be interesting. And Monaghan are taking on Cork. And the dubs are in action later today against Donegal. That's right. I guess the nemesis after last year's All-Ireland. Yeah, that'll be a bit of bite in that game, I'd say, Mark. There'll be a big, a bit yeah. of punch in that anyway. Yeah. Anyway, some very eventful things here I'll, I'll, I'll talk you through um, that happened last week. Rory McIlroy won in Abu Dhabi. We'll be talking a little bit about Abu Dhabi later on in the show as well. So some big news there. And um, Sligo IT, I wanted to give Ken a bit of guff on this one. Sligo IT were bounced from the Sigerson Cup last week for, for fielding an illegal player. And uh, in this day and age, I don't think that that should even happen. It's very irresponsible. And Queens were also bounced from the same tournament. So two teams bounced for playing illegal players. What is it? What's going on here, lads? Do they not know the rules at all? <laughs> Down the Slago, they probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would definitely grant you that. I would definitely grant you that. So have you got some tunes lined up for us here while we wait for Mr. Um, Mr. Tracy to call in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what do you got lined up here? Yeah, so I have a tune here. Uh, my granddad passed away. Yes. Um, as you know, uh, this past Tuesday, and uh, he was a, a great man for the old songs. He used to sing lots of tunes. I always remember him winning. Yeah. You know, he was famous for the rooster and when <laughs> when, I, when I'm cleaning windows. Those were his two favorites. But I got one lined up here, anyways, to send out to him and uh, send out to the family. Um, this is one uh, he used to like to sing. My granny's name was Kathleen, uh, and uh, and he used to love to sing this song. It's called "Take Me Home, Kathleen." And what was his name, Jay? And his name was Will Willie. 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 Okay, yeah. you're heading back Willie for the funeral. Faye. I'm heading back for the, the funeral on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, it'll all be right. Sad, but it'll be nice to see all the family together. Line it up there, Jay. <laughs> Again, Kathleen, across the ocean, wide and wider, to where your heart has ever been since first you were my bunny bride. Oh, the have left your cheek I've watched them fade away and die Your voice is sad whenever you speak And tears bedim your loving eyes will take you back, Kathleen To where your heart will feel no pain And when the fields are fresh and green I'll take you to your home 
back Your heart will feel no pain And when the fields are fresh and green I'll take you to your home, Kathleen Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton. Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Good stuff. Okay, so um, I think we have our man from Ottawa on the line here and uh, with all the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mark, and I... Great sounding show there, and uh, congratulations to you and uh, Ken on uh, two years hosting the show. It's been a fantastic two years, and thank you so much for taking this on again. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... Finally, some good Irish economic news. In business news, Ireland is on track to become the fastest-growing European Union economy this year. The European Commission has predicted that Ireland's gross domestic product growth will be 3.4% this year, the highest of all 28 EU countries. Now compare that with France at 1% and Germany at 1.5%. Unemployment is expected to top 9.6% before falling to 8.8% in 2016, according to the Irish Times. Well, in entertainment news, there are probably many things one can do in Bonkrana, County Donegal, of an evening. But one thing you won't be able to do there is watch the new erotic movie Fifty Shades of Grey in that town. The Irish Daily Mirror, Mirror had reported earlier in the week that the movie had been banned from St. Mary's Cinema in the town, partially as it was located in the church-owned community hall, St. Mary's Hall. The movie had been scheduled for release on Valentine's Day and was featured in the Coming Up section of the cinema's website. However, it turns out the decision not to screen the movie was not up to the cinema's volunteer-run management. Chairman Adam Rory Porter said that they had tried to get the movie, but were turned down by Universal Studios as the Hollywood suit says that the cinema was too small. According to the Herald, Porter said that the movie was never banned. It was only that they could only, could only show one film per day and were told that it would have to be shown four times a day. The cinema rarely gets its first releases anyway, but considering the publicity, it says that it may try to get an exemption for this one. Christian campaigner Mary Doherty 
who lives in the town, told the Mirror that she found the film pornographic and claims that it glorifies violence against women. She said it was a relief that the film would not be screened. In other news this week, as we mark the last weekend, as we mark the 70th anniversary of the Russian liberation of the Auschwitz concentration camp, an Irish documentary on the Holocaust has prompted an investigation into an alleged Nazi criminal. Prosecutors in the German city of Hamburg have opened an investigation into a 93-year-old woman, Hilda Mikna, who was accused by a documentary aired on RTE1 last year of being a Nazi SS guard who forced prisoners on a march during which about 1,400 women died and of being a guard at the Bergen-Belsen and Gross-Rossen concentration camps during the war. The Guardian reports that a social worker, Hans-Jürgen Brenke, who saw a German screening of the documentary, entitled Close to Evil, filed charges against her in connection with her role in the forced march of the women from Poland to Germany. In the film, Bergen-Belsen survivor and Irish citizen Tommy Richtenthal attempted to interview Mikna. Mikna was found guilty of beating two prisoners to death in Belsen for stealing turnips in 1945. Richtenthal was born in Slovakia in 1935 and lost 34 relatives in the Holocaust. He saw his grandmother Rosie die of starvation. He settled in Dublin in the 1960s and became an Irish citizen in 1977. He raised a family and started a business, but now lectures school children and adults around the world about the camps and the lessons we can learn from them. In a related story, President Michael D. Higgins and other dignitaries honor, honored Ireland's three living Holocaust survivors at a ceremony at the Mansion House in Dublin this past Sunday. Well, rock star Sting recently wrote and performed in a musical called The Last Ship. He may well have been singing about the end of the ferry service in Dunleary, County Dublin, this week. On Wednesday, Stena Line announced that no ferry service would run from there this year after almost 200 years. According to Michael Howe of the National Maritime Museum of Ireland, the first ferry was a mail package ship which sailed from Dunleary to Parkgate, England, in 1826. The harbour was first built in 1815 as an asylum harbour to protect ships. According to the Irish Times, Fine Gael TD Mary Mitchell O'Connor has called for the harbour to be taken under the administration and un, under the administrative remit rather of the local government. While people for profit TD Richard Boyd Barrett called for the Dunleary Harbour Company board to be removed and the harbour brought under full public control. However, Don McManus, chairman of the Business Improvement District for the area, said that the loss of ferry service was not that big of a blow that all of the cars getting off the ferry usually drove straight through the village without stopping. Well, this week in Irish history, the week ends on a sad note with the death of Dublin-born Manchester United football player Liam Billy Whelan, 22, along with 14 others during the Munich air disaster of February 6, 1958. On February 5, 1918, the SS Tuscania is torpedoed off of Rathlin Island, County Antrim, by U-boat 77. More than 200 troops were being taken. More than 200 troops being taken to the war in Europe were killed. On February 4, 1868, Countess Markovitz, one of the key players in the 1916 Easter Uprising and a minister in the first Doyle government, is born. She grew up at the family estate in Lissadell, County Sligo. On February 3, 1919, Eamon de Valera escapes from from Lincoln Jail, and finally on February 2nd, 1882, James Joyce, author of the book, books like Ulysses, Finnegan's Wake, and a portrait of the artist as a young man, is born in Dublin. On the same day in 1972, the same day that 11 bloody Sunday victims are buried, an angry mob burns the British Embassy in Dublin St. Stephen's Green to the ground. 
And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, which is now operating year-round service from Toronto to Ireland with connections from more than eight Canadian cities. Now you can enjoy Aer Lingus's legendary Irish service all at a welcoming price. Take advantage of our spring flight. Spring fares, rather, fly from Toronto to Dublin from $649, fares to Britain and Europe from 899 for travel from April through June. Book by February 17th at www.airlingus.com. Fares are round trip, air transportation charges, taxes and fees are included. Restrictions apply. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the anniversary boys on Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil. Thank you very much, Desmond. Nice bit of news there from Ireland. Okay, back in studio here with two of the stalwarts of uh, of the GA. The GA, of course, was a big part of my life. Uh, embraced me when I uh, when I hit the shores of Canada for the first time, and uh, not too long after I arrived, I met these two gents here, Cormac and Sean. But I suppose one of the best memories I have, I have to say, and I'm sure you all have your own best memories, was when we went to Coal Island and we took the we took the team back uh, from here, the All Star team from Canada. And um, we played a few games over there, and we stuck it to the boys up in, up in Tyrone there, Sean. But well, where does that rank in terms? We didn't <laughs> stick it to them. Well, we tied them, and then we lost right. in overtime. But well, I think it all started here in Toronto, Mark. Uh, it sure year, did. The the year before or yeah. whatever, when Colin came out here, and we uh, put our select team together, played a tremendous game in Centennial Park. I still think it's the best game. Of football that I've seen out there I refereed it myself uh, we lost by a couple of points yeah. but uh, out of invitation back to Ireland from Damien O'Hagan yeah. and as well as going to Colin of course we went up and uh, played in Palmerston with Cormac's uh, club right. here and Cormac's father was instrumental in doing a lot of the work around that we played in Cork as mm-hmm. well but yeah it was a great trip but it was also a great team it was uh, yeah. the team came together very well but uh, yeah, the Kalilan part of it was, was fantastic it was great it, really it was, was great and there's a lot of stories of course that we can't tell on the radio that and, and some stories that some of us will have to take to the grave, unfortunately. <laughs> but and you're right. I remember, um, I remember uh, up in St. Patrick's, uh, Cormac, the young fellas running onto the field afterwards. And for some, for some fellas who who hadn't played county football um, at a, or, or at a senior level, the, the, the kids run on asking us for autographs. Oh, was autographs, yeah. was, was well, hilarious. And Jerry um, Milan couldn't, of course, write his own name. Well, so someone else. I was going to say Milan had a problem there. You know? <laughs> but it was great. It, it was, was. It was a great. Yeah, there's no doubt that was one of probably the, the best trips ever. Mark. That would yeah. be a highlight of my GA career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so back then, though, if I was to create a theme song for that trip, uh, Jay, it would have been this song we're going to play. And it's the, A Pretty Little Girl from Oma. And it was always Sean's song. Sean Hart always sang this song whenever we were in the lobby, having the few pints late at night. But I vividly remember uh, we were at the reception after the Coal Island game and um, you were asked up for a re- for a, to, to accept a, uh, an award um, on behalf of the uh, Coal Island team. And I think they the might have been at a hotel in Cookstown where we were having the uh, the dinner. Correct. And on your way up, there was a bit of silence. And then we all broke out in a whistle <laughs> to the pretty little girl from home yeah. as you went up. And I'll never forget. It was just spontaneous. Anyway, here's the song. It's uh, Daniel O'Donnell, Pretty Little Girl from Oma. Way up in the north in Old Tyrone, there's a pretty little girl I call my own. She's the sweetest rose Ireland's ever grown. And sure as the moon and stars above, I've fallen head over There's cute little girls in Osterman, they're just as pretty in Monaghan. This to every role that I is known. But I guess that I'd be out of bounds, cause there between the 
Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, folks, welcome back to studio here. Right, <clears throat> I mentioned right at the top that there was a, uh, a big event going on in the, uh, in the GA circle this year. On September the 25th, the uh, St. Mike's uh, GA Club will be celebrating their fifth anniversary. That would have them found in 1965. 
So I um, wanted to have a chat with the lads about that. Uh, first of all, maybe Cormac, uh, your involvement with the club now, or, or who is uh, the committee of the club this year, or who's running the, the GA on this event, or the, the St Mike's club on this? Uh, well, the, cl- the, the club president this year and last year were under the under the leadership of uh, Joe McNulty. Yep. Joe, she's from uh, Leitrim. She's doing a great job. We formed a banquet committee for uh, our 50th year, and the chairman of that is uh, none other than Rory O'Brien. Wonderful. So uh, lots of things to talk about for the year. It's not just one event, but we have yeah. a number of events uh, planned for the year. Now, the first event is April the 18th in the Galway Arms. It's kind of we're going to launch our 50th year. We're, we've got we've had a new crest design. We've new gear coming out and we're just going to have a, a, a night on uh, April the 18th down to Galway. Um, Wonderful. Where, where we've been supporters and supported by the Galway Arms for the for the past 25 or 30 years. So I'm not sure the Galway is there. And then we roll on into May and uh, the the club has uh, organised a a trip to uh, New York on the May 2-4 weekend and as well as uh, being in the great city of New York we're also heading out to Rockland up up in upstate New York there where we're going to be hosted by the Rockland GA Club we're playing a a ladies and a men's game in there in in Pearl River so really exciting time and looking forward to that yeah, so nicely. Not, not just the event itself, lots of other exciting yeah. things to celebrate. Yeah, in, in July as well, we have Mark, uh, we have a golf tournament. Uh, you were at it last year, I believe, yep, uh, I was. out in Callan Woods. That's going to take place on July the 4th. And then, uh, of course, our uh, big event, uh, our uh, 50th banquet, is going to be held at the Grand Liberty um, on September the 25th. Wonderful. Yeah. Any uh, special guests for that? I believe there's a big man coming out for that, is there? Well, yeah. Is that, uh, is that official? Uh, as, most of, as most of you know, uh, Mickey Hart is uh, coming to Canada for the first time and he's going to be the guest speaker there. Uh, uh, Mickey's really excited about, about coming out and uh, we had a great chat with Mickey uh, last, last Sunday. As well as that, um, we're uh, waiting on official confirmation from Aegon O'Farrell, the, oh, yes. the incoming Octoron. Uh, yes. who, uh, which, which should take place at the end of February so yeah we're, we're just waiting to hear officially for, for Aegon but we're hopeful that Aegon will be here Excellent so Aegon the uh, <coughs> president the uh, I guess he's the, going to be the new president of um, of the uh, the GA and a great friend of Canada he's been involved with the um, um, with the Canadian board for several years now very nice man That's great okay. appointment for Canada Indeed. Well Aegon uh, was uh, chair of the Ulster Council right. uh, for a number of years and as you know the Ulster Council is twinned with Canada so Excellent. that's the relationship between us at, the, at that level Good stuff good stuff some some uh, some great things happening there Okay well we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that any other details at this stage or will we come back and chat about them in a bit uh, We'll come back and chat Alright all right. Let's, 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 uh, let's draw it out So Cormac is a Cormac is a dub and um, I know it's only fair if I play an, an old Tyrone tune that we uh, we play an old Dublin tune here and this is uh, uh, The Rare Old Times Ring a ring a rosy as the light declines. I'll remember Dublin City in the rare old times. Raised on songs and stories, heroes of renown. The passing tales and glories That once was Dublin town The hallowed halls and houses 
The haunting children's rhymes That once was Dublin City In the rare old times Ring a ring a rosy As the light declines I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times My name it is Sean Dempsey As Dublin as could be Born hard and late in Pimlico In a house that ceased to be By trade I was a cooper Lost out to redundancy Like my house that fell to progress My trade's a memory And I courted Peggy Dignan As pretty as you please A rogue and child of Mary From the rebel liberties I lost her to a student chap With skin as black as coal When he took her off to Birmingham She took away my soul Ring a rosy At declines I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times years have made me bitter The gaggle dims me brain Cause Dublin keeps on changing And nothing seems the same The pillar and the Met have gone The royal long since pulled down as the grey unyielding concrete Makes a city of my town Ring a ring a rosy As the light climbs I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times Fare thee well, sweet Annaliffy I can no longer stay And watch the nude last cages That spring up along the cave My mind's too full of memories Too old to hear new chimes I'm a part of what was Dublin in the rare old times. Ring a ring a rosy.
declines I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times Ring a ring a rosy As the light declines I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times Oh, lovely stuff. There you go. I'll tell you, it's not easy to bring a tear to Cormac and Murray's eye, but I think I saw one there. Huh? Is that what that was? Yeah. Very good, very good. Well, back in the studio here with the lads, and um, I have to tell you, it's probably something that you don't know about um, about my career here in the city, because I love talking about myself sometimes. The only time I was ever sent off in the city was by Finbar McCarthy. Sean, you never sent me off, thanks. A couple of yellows here and there. No, I never had any reason to send Mark off. I, I've <laughs> always said that uh, Mark was the easiest player that I've ever refereed for because he never said anything. Uh, when you got it wrong, he just gave you a look and you knew that you better, you better get it right next time. Yeah, yeah. or else I was a good ventriloquist. But uh, the game I was sent off in was against St. Mike's. Yeah, back in the early 90s. There was a fella from Monaghan playing up corner forward there. He gave me some off-the-ball shot anyway. I took offence to it. Yeah. We'll have to remember his name now. Jerry McFarland, was it? Jerry McFarland, yeah, that was you, the fella. Well, you probably yeah. deserved what you got, Mark, because Jerry was a nice guy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to see it that way. But anyway, uh, mistaken identity, perhaps. Yeah. Huh? But um, I have to say, though, you have had, uh, St. Mike's have had some, some great characters uh, through the years. And um, I, I, the one thing, the one thing about our community here is that when you walked off the field, it, it was a pint afterwards, and that was it, right? There was none of this carrying venom back into the into the Galway Arms afterwards. But um, I got some uh, uh, some news there before the show. That you were just telling me that um, Jerry Douglas, that and I had a lot of respect for Jerry Douglas, big full back there for Mike's for many years, is that his dad passed away. There yeah, Joe passed away uh, yesterday. Um the, from Kitchener, great supporters of yeah. the, of St Mike's and the GA, they were part of the Kitchener Celts at the time. That's right, yeah. Um, so for the arrangements for the funeral, if you go onto the St Mike's website, all the arrangements are there. Right. Joe Joe is from Belfast, and uh, his wife Jerry is from Belfast as well. So uh, he's going to be sadly missed. He's a really nice guy. He was he loved yeah. the loved the games, loved the fact that Jerry was playing. And, yeah, yeah. And always came up to watch it. I always. Say, up I Kitchener. don't remember him be not being there when Jerry was playing. So no. a great, a great, a great dad for Jerry for sure. And um, also another loss on the ladies' side uh, with a, a bit of a connection here as well, Sean. That's right. Uh, this week, uh, Claire Clark passed away in Ireland. Uh, Claire was here with the uh, ladies' all-star tour in 2012. Right. Lovely, lovely person. And Claire left behind her a husband and two yes. children. So our condolences to Claire's uh, family and to sad. the LGFA in general. Yeah, yeah. Now, we were talking offline about um, <clears throat> about the, uh, the first president of St. Mike's which would have been back in 1965, was Eddie Flynn. You talked to him yesterday. I did, yeah, Eddie being the first president. And, of course, uh, most people around town will also remember Eddie's late brother, Tommy Flynn. There was a Tommy right. Flynn Cup here that was played for years. And, as you know, uh, Tommy Flynn passed away in a workplace accident many, many years ago. But, yes, um, Eddie uh, packed it up and went back to Ireland yeah. a number of years ago there. And uh, he's back living in, in, in Ireland. I talked to him yesterday for 20 minutes. Wow. And he's... Really excited about the, the Mike's 50th, uh, talked a lot about it and wants to be kept uh, up to speed on everything that's Wonderful. going on. And uh, if he can at all, if he can. Eddie will be here for the, the 50th well, uh, that uh, would anniversary be, banquet. That would be outstanding for the uh -huh. event if he could make it out. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see him and indeed we'll see all of the other clubs in the city uh, watch what it's like to have a 50th anniversary as many of them uh, will follow in that 
in that particular um, in those particular footsteps um, because we have a very vibrant GA community here. Um, lots of the clubs here now are very strong uh, and there's some great history and of course history gets stronger as the years go by as everybody knows. Okay, so we'll go on here with a bit of music. Um, I think this is uh, Someday You Love Me with um, it's a Mick Flavin is the fellow's name. Give that a shot there. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Yeah, and uh, listen, I uh, I can't believe that uh, on our second anniversary that my main man wouldn't show up to celebrate with me, but he's on the line here now. Kenny, 
What's going on there, my friend? I left you, yeah. Yeah, high and dry. Time for separation. You know, two years is all I could handle. <laughs> so I have for many anyway. years because I'm kind great of company here. by people yeah, that I'm think like I do. You know, like the things that I like, and uh, we, we we had a big we had a big hug before we came in here. Sure, it was great. Ah, that's mighty. Good GA stuff, lads, right? you know. Right. Yeah, sure, I know. You Blood. Know, all stick together. That's all right. I was out coaching El Garrison Sports this morning, so you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? <laughs> we don't know. We don't. We didn't talk about Garrison Sports, but I'll tell you, we're about to talk about it. Give us the result. I haven't announced it yet. How did our lads yeah. do against the Italians? Big win in Rome. Thank a big win. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the same as when I was there two years ago. Yeah. Twenty-six to three. So a fantastic start for the boys in green. Wonderful. Okay. Good stuff. So the, the campaign is off on the right foot. Uh, I I haven't had a minute to even, other than just get the result, I don't know anything else further or anything, but certainly the result is the right one, so we can uh, we can chat further on that at, at another stage. Good man. Well, listen, I'll let you fire away with the calendar of events because I know it was busy last week and it's probably equally busy this week. It is indeed, yeah. There's lots going on in the community, so Good. here we are. Yeah, no problem. We'll fire ahead with that. Rosa Tralee applications, lads, are now open. Ladies between the ages of 18 and 28 who are of Irish descent are welcome to apply. You can get an application by emailing shannon at torontoroseoftralee at hotmail.com. I'll give her a call at 519-731-2664. Applications are due by February the 14th. Tonight, all the cats are out. The Kilkenny Association are having their pub night to raise funds for their entry in the St. Patrick's Parade at the Galway Arms. There'll be live entertainment by Brian McIntyre and Danny McDonald. All are welcome to come out and enjoy a good night with the cats. And also tonight, from 8pm till midnight, there's an open door, Cayley. Everybody is welcome there as well. Beginners and advanced alike. It's all happening at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are only $15. There'll be a cash bar. There'll be some Barry's Irish tea and home-baked treats. And the music is by Pat Simmons and his band. There's dancing to suit everyone. Cayley and Walton and there's free parking and it is TTC accessible the Toronto Irish players Elvis's toenail is kicking off on February the 19th and that'll run through March the 7th and that's all happening of course at 70 Berkeley Street you can get information at 416-440-2888 or you can send them an email at torontoirishplayers at gmail.com and then you have, of course, the lads from the GEA. Well, there's a big fundraiser supporting the Toronto men's and ladies Gaelic football teams representing Canada at the inaugural World GEA Games in Abu Dhabi. And that's all taking place on Friday, February the 20th, at the Lithuanian Banquet Hall, 1573 Bloor Street West. And that's just opposite the Dundas West Station. Doors open at 8 p.m. and tickets are only $10.00. You can give Lorraine Morley a call at 416-997-9227. And the Mayo Pub Night is on on February the 21st at the Galway Arms. We'd like to let all the listeners know that the Mayo Association are donating all the proceeds of the pub night to the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. And there's over the past 20 year, 22 years, the Mayo Roscommon Hospice has helped more than 10,000 patients and families who've had to go through the struggle of coping with life-limiting illnesses. Patients range in age from just the very young to 90, and most are cancer patients, but the hospice also cares for end-of-stage motor neuron disease, muscular dystrophy, MS, and obstructive pulmonary disease. So a fair play to the folks from Mayo donating all the, uh, the funds raised at that event to that 
uh, organisation. On Wednesday, February the 25th, Patrick O'Dee is direct from Ireland and he'll be coming to the Emerald Isle Senior Centre, 1190 Danforth Avenue. And he's going to be there to do a dance workshop from 7.30 till 9.30. For information, you can give Maureen Mulvey O'Leary a call at 416-446-6993 or send her an email at moleary2001 at rogers.com. The 37th annual Mass in honour of St. Patrick is taking place on March the 1st at 3.30 p.m. Principal celebrant will be, and homilist is His Eminence Cardinal Collins, Archbishop of Toronto. There'll be a blessing of the shamrock and harpist, our good pal Esna Heffernan, will be there. That's all taking place at St. Celia's Church at 161 uh, Annette Street in the Keela and Dundas area. For information, you give them a call at 416-769-8163. And of course, there'll be coffee and tea served after the Mass. The IPOY luncheon will be held on the 8th of March at the Toronto Hilton, 145 Richmond Street West. That's all taking place at 12 noon, and that, of course, will uh, take place right after the raising of the flag. Bernie Hanrahan will be there to raise the flag at 11 a.m., and uh, tickets to the lunch, $65 per person. And if you give Anne Looney a call at 416-621-2520, she'll be happy to help you out. And then we have the St. Patrick's Day luncheon, the Ireland Fund of Canada are hosting the luncheon on Friday, March the 13th, and it'll be honouring Jim Flaherty. You can give Jane Noonan a call at 416-367-8311. And the Grand Marshal's reception and dance honouring the Toronto Chief of Police, Bill Blair, will take place at Casa Loma. The event begins at 8pm. It's also on Friday, March the 13th. And uh, entertainment will be by the one and only Hugo Strani. And it'll be a little cabaret night. It'll be an experience of Ireland. Traditional Irish dancers will be performing. There'll be hors d'oeuvres and food stations. And tickets for that event are $85. And it includes a coat check as well as a $50 gift voucher. And the Wolf Tones are coming back to town. They'll be there on St. Patrick's Day at the uh, Estonia House on 958 Broadview Avenue. And you can give Alan a call at 416 402 3729. Tickets are only $40, and the boys hit the stage at 7.30 p.m. And as usual, for all the phone numbers, email addresses, and websites, you can go to our website to get them all, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. How about that now for a community? Well done, Kenny. And um, uh, one other thing as well, uh, Ellie Reynolds has been in touch with the two of us, and Ellie is now involved with the Irish Connections magazine and uh, she herself in her own right she's a seasoned business leader uh, a strategist and of course a brand marketer as well and she's working with the magazine and she's working on the biggest edition ever which is going to be in uh, the March edition the St. Patrick's Day edition or week edition and uh, news on what's happening around town culture, arts, entertainment traditional music and she's also going to be in Montreal to cover the Irish Dance Championships at the end of March anyway she's interested in uh, soliciting advertisers for that big um, uh, publication and so you can call her the, the dead line for that is February the 15th and you can call her anytime at 416-845-9900 or you can email her at ellie at ellie-corp.com and ellie is spelled e-l-l-i-e that's ellie at ellie-corp.com Right. And also a quick message here from our friends at the Galway Arms. They're located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke and they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city. Feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family. Call them at 416-251-0096 or www.galwayarms.ca. Ken, lots going on in the community. Lots you- going on in the community. And I should mention too, you know, for the, the big luncheon that's coming up, the... Uh 
IPO away and our, our pal Eddie yep. Brett, who has been honoured there. If you want to take an old advertisement out in that brochure, you can do that too. And uh, one of your guests in studio will be very familiar with uh, the lady that you can call, Angelo O'Meary. All right. Give her a call at 905-277-4727. And uh, why wouldn't you throw an old lad in there for uh, for Eddie? Cormac wouldn't um, even know so Angela's number. off all the results did you earlier on uh, from last week. Our two counties didn't do so well now at the beginning oh, of the yeah. league. I, got, I went through all that miserable stuff uh, early yeah. on in the show, Ken. The only thing I didn't announce was that Ballyhale Shamrocks have beaten Gert uh, in one of the semi-finals for the All-Ireland Club Hurling. Uh, so uh, Kilkenny will be represent, represented there. And Kilmallock from Limerick took down Portaferry from down. So the uh, St. Patrick's Day final, Club Hurling final, will be the Kilkenny champions, uh, Bally Hale Shamrocks, taking on Kilmallock from Limerick. Should be a good tilt. That uh, should be good indeed, yeah. And um, your boys have Cavan this weekend? We have Cavan this weekend, yeah. And we're, we've got the Fermanagh lads coming to visit us at Markovich Park. That's uh, a tough one, Kenny. Fermanagh are hard to beat. Be, Ros will be making a few dollars again <laughs> renting out the old parking spot there in front of the house. <laughs> he, might, he might well be. <laughs> right, we're gonna, I'm going to move on here. You know I always played Joe Dolan, pal, and I was saving uh, it for you. Jeepers. Well, listen, let me, uh, let me throw out a request. My, yep. uh, my godmother and uh, my aunt Josie uh, became a grandmother again this week, and my cousin David and right. his wife. Um, one of the things, uh, just back to the lads in studio here, one of the things that uh, I'll always remember about my days playing with St. Mike's is the... Uh, is, is the fact that I played against uh, multiple generations uh, when I played. I remember playing against Mickey Hamill and Kevin Lochnan, and then I would end up playing against Paul Lochnan and Michael Hamill and Timmy Hamill. But there's a great family, and always has been a great family um, association with the with the St. Mike's Cormac. Yeah, if you, if you go back, if we were to get team sheets from back in the, the yeah. early 70s or late yeah. 60s, early 70s, Mid seventies, whatever, and you, you you look at the names. You've got the O'Briens, uh, Walsh's, Lochnans, Keenahan, yeah. Kennedys, uh, Hamels, and if you were to get the same te- or team sheets from the nineties, yeah. the same names come back up again. It's very true. And uh, you know, even uh, you know, I played through the eighties and part of the nineties, and uh, my kids are playing now, and uh, it's. But that's what keeps the club strong. There's no question about it. And it Vin- Vincents were the same as well for many years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the Irish Canadians playing it, that's where the strength is in the club. It is a testament to the club too. And what I also notice is that they don't just, when they pack it in, they don't just recede into the background. They've actually stayed very involved with the club. Like you always see Dan O'Brien out there. You always see Danny. You always see Kevin. They stay involved. And I think that's very important for the clubs as well. And I was if I was to pick something maybe with the Toronto Gales, my own club, that wasn't as evident, I would say, with ours. We had a few, certainly, like Billy Miller and his son and, yeah. um, and uh, you know, Brendan Rossler and his son. But, but it's very, very, very much stronger, I think, with, uh, with St. Mike's. So what makes the club? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that's, I think that's the, the, the recipe for success, Mark. Yeah. Uh, we've proven that over the years. And, and we keep together. You, you know, not, we, we mix a lot with all the other clubs. And yeah. we're very involved. St. Mike's has been always very involved in the Toronto GA, the running of it and all. But it's very important, uh, you know, that everybody is kept involved and to make yeah. sure new people, when they come into the club, they're contacted and yeah. get them involved in the social scene. Yeah. And that's what makes it strong. It's Absolutely. Like yeah. And uh, the thing about it is you had a lot of fun along the way. I mean, it's always fun when you're winning. But when you weren't winning, you, like like some of the characters that you had. I always remember the animals. You remember yeah. the animals? <laughs> the animals. As and, well. the, and the bus and the bus. Uh, but but anyway, they were, there was just some some great characters around yeah, the place. Really with all the clubs, there's always there was some great was, characters. Yeah. And uh, like the trips uh, abroad and the trips. <laughs> out of town were great mark it got everybody together and yeah. that's what it's all and hopefully now in this September 
we can uh, gather the community together and we've done it before yeah. this is going to be a community event not just the St Mike's and it'll be a great time for people to get together and, and meet people that they haven't seen before there's um, lots of people come from Ireland we hope and yeah. Kempville Travel have actually put together a package a great package for flight and accommodation down to Sheridan great the prices are on the website again yeah um, anybody wants that uh, so hopefully Mark we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get the OGA community together and well for, for that event I can tell you with you two lads involved in this event, it'll be uh, it'll be off the charts. So um, no better men to, to make this a success. Um, but just to cut off from the cut over from the event here, there's another uh, event happening, Sean, very soon in Abu Dhabi and uh, Canada will, will be represented there, which is fantastic news. That's right. Uh, this is the inaugural tournament of the, the World Cup of Gaelic Games yep. uh, taking place and, and starting in, in uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a great event. Uh, Canada is very well represented in both both the ladies and men's cold. Um, a couple of great lads there, Mark Downey and Ulton Blee is looking after the the men's team. Paul yeah. Lockenan and company uh, managing managing the ladies team. But it is an exciting time because they get to play against North America, Europe, w- whatever. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, long overdue. Absolutely, no, it's great and great for the profile of uh, the GA. I think I think to not be there would be a, would be a sin for Canada. I think we're a very important cog in the international wheel for the GA. But um, listen, we're going to go out here with a song, lads. Um, but I wanted to, first of all, um, thank you for coming in and uh, helping me kind of fill the void with my, my friend Ken being away. But most importantly, I think on behalf of the community, uh, thanks for everything that you've done. Um, you have been, uh, in some cases, single-handedly responsible for the revitalization of the GA when it went through its down years. Um, and you're always your names are always very present uh, anytime there's anything going on that that uh, is associated with the GA and you know I put farmer Mr farmer into that bucket as well but in terms of the Toronto GA you've done just fantastic work to get to get the association to where it is today so thanks for doing that personally as a GA man I can tell you that uh, you should be very proud of yourselves and uh, your your legacy will never be forgotten that's for sure thank you very much mark all right very good yeah. we'll go out here with the crack was 90 good luck For the crack was mighty in the Isle of Man Come on! Weren't we the hurdles stuck Spending and getting lost In the ace of hearts On the bastards who were in Cajun Over the butt bridge tell me the duck The boat she sails at five us luck Ha hurry on set wake up before But there we'll all be back I carry him if you can For the crack was mighty in the Isle of Man before we reached the Alexander base, a hell of a ding dong we did raise. In the part of the ship, had grace board as the boat she sailed out from the ports, landed up in Douglas Head, acquired a Investing in Canada's infrastructure creates jobs and benefits hardworking families. Over the next decade, one million.